This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and this morning I'm with Margaret Graham, and Margaret is one of the seven candidates in the Craig and Tinney Duddingston by-election, which is taking place on the 12th of November. Now, Margaret, I'm at a disadvantage because I haven't met you and I don't really know anything about you, so you're going to have to do all the talking. So tell us who you are. All right, okay. Um, well, obviously, my, my name's Margaret, Margaret Graham. I've um, lived in lived in Edinburgh all my life. Um, obviously, I'm the Scottish Labour candidate. Um, I'm, I'm a very active member of the local um, Labour Party. I chair the Ed- Edinburgh campaign forum, and I'm active in my local s- constituency branch, Edinburgh Southern, Um and that's my sort of political background. My professional background is that I'm a childcare manager. I, man- I manage a childcare project in the south side of Edinburgh, which is a, a parent-led organisation that provides out-of-school care for children from several Edinburgh primary schools after school and during, during holidays. When I'm not working and um, and not actively campaigning with the Labour Party. My other hobbies are watching Hibs um, Football Club and dog walking. Uh, So that's that's a brief overview of um, who I am as a a person. Do you live in the Craigentinny Duddingston area or not? I don't. I don't. I don't live in the area. I did. I was brought up um, in Logan Lee and we'd lived there for nearly 20 years. And then I did live for the first possibly eight years of my married life. I lived in Abbey Hill just on the cusp of the of the um, ward. So I, I've lived in the ward for a long, long, a lot of my life, nearly half of my life I've lived in the ward. I'm sure that you know lots of the issues which are going on there. So what are the issues that you're going to campaign on? Well, the one of the, the main issues that I've, had, I've picked up on is the number of, well, I've been out delivering leaflets. Obviously, we're not door knocking at the moment, but I deliberately went out delivering leaflets at the weekend in the afternoons when people were in their gardens, etc. And the hope to be able to, you know, have a couple of socially distanced chats with them. And the, the number 69 bus um, when I was in Lady Nairn, Ulster um, area Paisley's was it was very big so that's definitely one of the things that I'll be campaigning on I've already been in touch with Lothian and buses and with the transport convener and vice convener in on the council and I'm hoping to um, look for different solutions I, I don't think at this moment in time, it's possible to bring the bus back the way it was, but I still think there's an opportunity to be able to find a way of bringing back a, a, a reduced service, but still one that's much needed within the community. This is an area where there's uh, quite a, a large elderly population, and it seems that this bus service is much needed for them, um, given that we're in still in a pandemic and given that the um, the advice is still not to use public transport unless we absolutely have to it's uh, it is difficult to you know to 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 promote that um what else is there in the area that uh, that that you know of and, and sorry how long have you been a member of the labor party first of all um i rejoined the labor party 12 years ago where did you come from then if you were rejoining um, I, I, I was a member of the labor party when i was very young i was an activist in gavin strang's campaigns many many years ago and then i just drifted away 
from the Labour Party. I always voted for them, but I wasn't an active member. And then I, I rejoined about 12 years, roughly 12 years ago. And that was on the back of the British National Party getting candidates elected in a European election. And I realised that I had to do something apart from just vote Labour. And what is it about Labour, do you think? What can Labour uh, do for this particular ward, which um, laterally was held by, uh, well, this this particular vacancy was held by the SNP. There are, of course, three other councillors in the ward, but what could uh, what could Labour bring to to this ward? Well, obviously, we we have a, a Labour councillor in Joan Griffiths who works hard um, for the community, but multi-member wards you know, make things a bit difficult um, sometimes. So having two Labour candidates to, to share the workload and push forward our agenda, like the, the new Poverty Commission that um, our um, Deputy Leader, Cammy Day, has um, pushed on and trying to put forward a lot of the, the things in the Policy for, um, Commission, Poverty Commission, sorry, would, would um, you know, an extra Labour councillor would, would be very useful for that. Um, the other things in the area, the, the Early Years Centre at Craigentinny Primary School, I have found out over the last couple of weeks or so that that is um, stopped, the, the building has been stopped because the builder has gone out of um, out of business, unfortunately. So I'm trying to find out what the council's plans are to, to move that forward so that it can be completed. Because as a childcare manager, early years is an area that I know a lot about and it, it would be useful to have the centre finished. Sure. Where, where, whereabouts is that? Which street is that on? Um, it's, it's actually in Cra- the grounds of Craig and Tinney Primary School. The, the, the early year centre is being built, a new early year centre is actually being built um, in the grounds of Craig and Tinney Primary School, but it's unfortunately just a building site, half half finished at the moment. That's so many things have come a cropper over the summer and because of this pandemic, haven't they? Um, and there's been a, a huge increase, of course, in the use of things like food banks. And um, there are lots of people out there delivering food parcels as well as, um, you know, ready meals as well as food parcels, I should say. Poverty see, it does seem to be a big thing on on Labour's minds um, at present with the, with the Poverty Commission. Why, why you, though? Why, why would you make a good counsellor? Okay, I, th- I think I've, I've got a track record of fighting poverty and inequality throughout, throughout my life. One of the things that I think is important to do at a local level is to bring people together. And, I, you know, I've got examples in, in, in my life of being able to sort of bring people, bring people together at the you know, at, at local level and then, you know, find solutions. One of the the things within the council, I mean, at the moment, the hall that my childcare project um, operates out of the council have once withdrawn the funding. So I've worked with local organisations and our organisation to, to help put forward a plan so that the hall, the, the, the hall has stayed open and, and we manage it. Um, on the council's behalf. I mean, that that wasn't easy and, it, you know, it's taken a lot of time, but it's about finding solutions. There's a, somebody actually who still lives in the ward um, gave me a bit of advice many years ago about 
council, people don't want, um, his exact words were, people don't want, councillors don't want you going to them with problems. If you go to them with, with some solutions, then you'll get a better hearing. And it, it's the, the idea of finding solutions um, that work. I've got a background of working in play and one of the things you, I did was was able to sort of bring local parents together so that they, they, they could provide play um, opportunities for the children through the play scheme movement many years ago. And it's, it's, it's being able to work at that level rather than at a very high level within the council on committees. I think my strengths are lying with working with people and in partnership with Joan, um, I think we would be able to, to do an awful lot more than we're managing to do at the moment. That's a very, very good way of looking at things, looking at the solutions rather than the the, the problems. And I'm sure lots of councillors would would uh, wish that all their mailbags were were full of people putting forward solutions for them. That's uh, that's a very, very good way of putting it, though, Margaret. Well, look, I wish you well. I hope that your campaigning is going quite well. You're doing some leaflet deliveries. Um, we've got a very local leaflet about the early year service and Pearsall Library. Okay, what's the problem with Pearsall Library? And it's well, one, it's still closed, obviously, but it, it's just starting to look um, quite run down because nobody's maintaining the front and the weeds are starting to grow and everything. And I think when buildings get get that sort of look, they become unattractive. So I was hoping just to get the council out to get somebody to, to tidy it up so that it's ready for when we're able to reopen the library. It's not a big issue, but it's a small issue that was brought to my attention by a couple of residents that they thought was, you know, because unkempt buildings, you know, don't don't um, look good. Exactly. Um, it's, it, it's always a, a kind of a, a temperature gauge, isn't it, for an area, how, how tidy places are. Well, Margaret, thank you very much, and I wish you all the very best with your campaign, and I do hope we'll maybe speak to you again before the 12th of November. That's Margaret Graham, who is the Labour, Scottish Labour Party candidate for the Craigentinian Duddingston by-election. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.